Welcome, everybody. This is Nerdy 430, the show where uh, my buddy Tim and I talk about nerd stuff that we've seen. Maybe we like it, maybe we don't. Uh, my name is Kevin Bauer. I'm a I'm, cartoonist slash comedian. Wow. I'm Tim Keck. I thought you were going to throw it throw it to me and said you were going to monologue about yourself for hours <laughs> I was on end. Throw it to you. I was introducing I myself known. in my title. I was immediately going to introduce you as a comedian and then toss it to you. I, I cut you off. What's your title, Kevin? It's I'm fine. curious to know what your title is. I don't fucking know. It's not professional actor. You were going to say cartoonist. You're going to say cartoonist. I successfully said cartoonist <laughs> slash comedian. Cartoonist slash comedian. I love it. Uh, I'm Tim Keck. Comedian, podcaster extraordinaire, stand-up comic, improviser, Eagle Scout. Uh, you name it. <laughs> Son. Grandson, <laughs> husband, <laughs> brother, lover. <laughs> lover, and we are talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This this uh, this episode, we've watched the first three episodes. Uh, I'm loving it so far, Kevin. What are your thoughts? Just broad brush strokes. Spoiler alert: We're going deep on these three episodes. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? I think it's a phase one Marvel project. I think this is it is lacking the level of depth and polish that we expect from Marvel things now. But you know what? I don't think it's their fault. I think they got rope doped. I don't think they thought Loki or uh, WandaVision were going anywhere near as crazy as they were going. Uh, So this is just it's it's very normal. It's very safe. It's very mundane. I think we as an audience got rope doped by uh, WandaVision. As as we all know, this Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first TV show from Marvel. And for COVID reasons or whatever, it ended up getting reversed. We started with WandaVision, which is some kind of trippy <laughs> nuanced stuff. They're they're talking, they're analog, they're breaking down like TV tropes, and it's just weird. The first two episodes, you have no idea what's going on. It's so completely unique. It's nothing like anything Marvel's done before. And then we get we we start with that. That's our opening experience to Marvel TV. And then we come back to Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I think is a real return to form. I mean, this is what I was expecting. When we started these Marvel TV shows, I was expecting this. I was expecting kind of the B characters to go on little adventures, not like anything mind blowing, but just I, I was looking for a Mandalorian caliber entertainment. And I think they're doing it. I think they're doing that. I think they're they're absolutely doing that. They're accomplishing that. But I guess I just feel a little bit slighted after how good WandaVision was and how good the Loki trailer looks that. Now, this thing with, I mean, I love the Falcon. I love the Falcon so much. I could take or leave Winter Soldier, but I love, God damn it, I love Anthony <laughs> Mackie. And I feel betrayed that the project that he gets is just okay, in my opinion. I think it's fine, but I think it's like a phase one Marvel project. Okay. Anthony Mackie. You said you love Anthony Mackie. Love I, I think I love Anthony Mackie. I think I'm upset. I think this guy's awesome. I've seen him on like talk shows and stuff. As a human being, he just seems like the best. He seems I, so charismatic. I feel like I love Anthony Mackie. Have you seen the footage that was circulating from when he was on uh, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon promoting Captain America and the Winter Soldier in 2014? I don't think so. I never saw this when it came out. This is like seven years ago. This, to my knowledge, did not go viral. Never knew this happened. But uh, he's just 
overflowing with joy. They play the clip. He's talking over the clip that they're playing. It's a blast. The audience is loving it. Jimmy's loving it. The guest that day, Bill O'Reilly, not loving it, which is what you want. You don't want Bill, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly enjoying your bit. You I'm do glad bits that to spite Bill O'Reilly. I'm glad that Bill O'Reilly doesn't get Anthony Mackie. That's I think that's a ringing endorsement for for the Mac attack. Uh, <laughs> legitimizes if, him. The Mac attack. <laughs> I, one of the things going in, which I guess is kind of all these TV shows, right, is like. Scarlet Witch, The Vision, they're B tier characters. They're not upper echelon Marvel characters so far. As far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we've been watching in movies, these are not top tier talent. You know, they are the backups to we are looking at we are watching a show now that is the backups to Captain Captain America. It's Captain America's sidekicks. Yeah. And absolutely. somehow I I feel like it's good. Do you think Anthony Mackie is a leading man now is there and is there any way let me phrase it like this is there any way for a character that was a side character in an mcu movie to go to a tv show like star in a tv show and then the next movie they show up in they're a top billing holy shit anthony mackie's here is that even possible is that what they're trying to do i don't know if it's what they're trying to do but it's definitely possible uh, it's on them to frame it correctly. It's on Marvel to frame it correctly and market it correctly and get the hype built. But when you look at a lot of these people, you know, when the first Thor came out, Chris Hemsworth was absolutely not a household name. I think he'd mostly been on like an Australian soap opera. And that was his <laughs> resume up to that point. Chris Evans had done not another teen movie and two mediocre Fantastic Four movies. So these weren't like huge draws. You could argue Chris Evans still isn't a huge drop, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's about the movies framed them really well and, uh, provided them a, uh, a level of legitimacy that then I think led the public to embrace them more for Chris Hemsworth too. I mean, it's just, it's just fucking charisma and the Mac attack has that in spades, man. Is it, is it coming across on the screen? You think? Is he are you excited? Are you excited about the Falcon now? Are you going to be excited about seeing the Winter Soldier? Like I got excited about seeing the Scarlet Witch at the I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking about WandaVision. This isn't a WandaVision podcast. This is a, a Falcon Winter Soldier podcast. But like I, at, at some point, right, we've seen the trailer for this. Anthony Mackie, the Falcon is going to be Captain America, right? That's that's yeah. what we're all assuming is happening. He's going to be holding the shield. He's going to be Captain America at the end of this movie. Is the TV show right now doing enough to make him feel like Captain America? By the time we got to Endgame, Captain America, Chris Evans was like, holy shit. He picked up Thor's hammer. It was like mine. People were so fucking pumped for Chris Evans. Do you think people are going to have the same reaction with Anthony Mackie now? No, because I think the show is missing opportunities. I think it's missing opportunities left and right. They're not like playing what? into the level of charisma. I think this is... A couple drafts away from being done. I think they needed to bring some people in to punch up this script. Uh, there's like, there's a scene that stands out to me where Anthony Mackie is about to jump out of a plane to complete some part of the beginning of a mission that they're going to do overseas. Sebastian stands stowed away in the airplane and he's like, Do you have a plan? And Anthony Mackie's like, Yeah, I have a plan. And Sebastian stands like, What's your plan? Anthony Mackie's like, I have a plan. Sebastian stands like, what is it? And Anthony Mackie doesn't 
say anything else, he just jumps out. That's not finished draft banter. That is first draft. That's like, they're going to have a really funny exchange right here. I don't know what it is yet. They're going to have a really funny exchange. Maybe the actors improvise it. They just left it in. I saw that. I could not believe it. Yeah, Mackie is charming for me. I find the Falcon, I think he's kind of like, the jokes he gets, I think, are pretty funny. I don't know. They were in the mm-hmm. middle of like some firefight. And he's like, You're, haven't you seen an action movie? You're supposed to go left. And I'm like, I got to under- admit, I don't really understand what he's talking about right now. But, <laughs> but Maggie's saying it. So I'm excited about it. I don't know. It seems like witty banter. It seems like, yeah, they do have this kind of like filler witty banter that you should have would have been punched up if, if this had been the movie. Mm. Uh, I was so excited about this TV show going in of of in civil war you know in in captain america civil war there's a scene where sharon carter drops off their stuff and the winter soldier and the falcon are like sitting in the car and they're like they're they're i forget one of them like won't recline their seat or something like that so they're just being dicks to each other and then cap they're watching steve rogers talk to sharon carter she gives him the stuff they kiss and then he looks back at the car and the two of them are in the car just like nodding at him and I was like, that's a movie because when I was like reading these comic books growing up, it was Captain America. It was Falcon and it was Sharon Carter running around just kicking butt together. And then Bucky rolls in. And it's like, cool. These it's like a click. It's like this crew is like going around kicking butt together. Like I thought that would be a whole thing. And we never really got that. Like we never really got that crew kicking butt together. And so now we're getting like half of that. We're getting kind these of two guys. Too. Yeah. We're getting it, but without Captain America being there, which is the best part of I mean, it's he's the glue that holds these guys together. These guys are not friends. They're only friends because of Steve. And what we were talking about that, I think they're kind of like two sides of the same coin, right? They're both they're both they're both sides and aspects of Captain America's personality, right? Like like the Falcon is all about like patriotism and serving and, and just full of pride and like the shield he's giving up the shield. Cause it like really means something to him. It like holds a weight and it means something to Bucky too, but he's like this like gritty, like super soldier guy, like trying to get it done. It, it's they're They're missing that cohesion. They're just trying to build it now. And I don't know. I don't know if it's working or not. So I think that's, that was something that we talked about before this, that I, I think made me appreciate it a little bit more, the idea that they are two halves of the Captain America coin. Uh, I think that's really neat. I think when this show is at its best is when it is preparing Falcon to take on the Captain America mantle. There is some character building that I've noticed that I'm really appreciating where, you know, he obviously walked away from the shield in the first episode. And then as the show goes on, there's more and more situations uh, that are forcing him to... I guess, feel more confident in the convictions that he does have about the country. Um, I forget exactly what they were talking about, but even the the conversation with Zemo in the plane, where they're all kind of talking about the importance of uh, the iconography of the shield, what it means for someone to be a symbol. And it's just really cool to see him have said like, no, 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 you know, that's not for me at the beginning. And then more and more things starting to pile up where he's like, actually, you know what? I do have a take on that. Like, actually, you know what? I do think I... I believe this. I think that's what's working for me so far. But one thing that is definitely not working for me is these two actors acting like they don't have chemistry. I don't buy it for a second. I've seen Instagram videos. I know they love each other. I saw a photo of them uh, that they posted from a McDonald's when they were both thrilled to be turned into action figures together for the first time. So every time the show brings up like 
and they bring it up a lot. Like, you two hate each other. It's like, they don't. <laughs> They're being mean to each other because it's in the script. But how much more fun would it be if they were like really, really, truly like feeling like two cops that were paired together on a job uh, buddy by cop. the chief it's, and did not. Yeah. Like that antagonistic buddy cop. It's missing that. Maybe it's more of like a cartoonish, like why they don't get along, you know, like, yeah. like lethal weapon. I'm thinking there's the old grizzled veteran. Then there's the young gun who just doesn't play by the rules. And those are like two contrick conflicting styles. And both of them don't really play by the rules. <laughs> they both, they're both superheroes. They're both kicking ass. They both don't do i mean there's they're not they're just not that different really yeah uh i mean their personalities are a little different but as far as what they're actually trying to do it's the kind of the same stuff i i, I want to see i want to see them being oil and water you know let me see them like sharing an office and one of them's too messy and the other one's too neat <laughs> like one the of them's not doing the dishes just You're show right. me I, I just that stuff. Some, yeah what about uh did, does it bother you right now? It seems like the, there's Captain America, which I think is going to be like U.S. agent. Right. Isn't that, that the like character? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have superpowers right now. That I thought was weird. There, He does not have he does not have superpowers. He is just a peak physical specimen to the extent that universities studied his body, which is just a weird thing to say. <laughs> but he's not a super. He's not Captain America. Steve Rogers was a superhero. He was. So he was super strong. He was super. Right. He was to an to a level that no human unassisted can get. The Falcon is just some dude. <laughs> Bucky, yeah. uh, the Winter Soldier is a superhero. The Falcon is some dude with wings. And I got to say, I'm not as excited about these fight scenes with him just flying around it, when he gets the shield. Then then what it does? Does he need to be? a superhero like to get this stuff is it a, are we going to be excited about a cap that's not a superhero i'm wondering if they're going to go the route of giving him so one of the plot lines in the show so far is uh the fact that there's this moonshine super serum that's been floating around out there that yeah. somebody in mad report created i'm wondering if this show is going to go the route of giving him one of those I would be kind of surprised if they did because I feel like what we're learning is that it's, you know, it's the same thing with Captain America. It's not it's not the stuff in the vial that made him Captain America. It was who he was before he got the vial that made him Captain America. Um, But I, I wonder if they do that just for the practicality of like it's difficult to have a non powered human being getting thrown off the top of a truck like it just makes it easier on the writers. Um, I How's think he supposed US to fight agent. these guys on the truck? We're exactly. telling me he's like, in hand-to-hand combat. He's going to fight these guys. It's crazy. How do you how do you address that? So that's why I'm wondering if I have a sneaking suspicion he might end up with some in his blood. I think U.S. agents totally going to end up with some of that bootleg super soldier serum. Uh, and then especially because they said, yeah, because they say that it like good becomes great, bad becomes worse. Was a line from the first captain america about what the serum does so i think uh maybe he gets a little bit of that in his veins and just goes buck wild the isaiah bradley part of this is fascinating and i really Mm. before this even started i was very on board with the theory that this is happening (laughs) that we're going to get him that we're setting up the patriot that we're setting up young avengers and all this stuff but that the story of isaiah bradley is like the first black captain america is 
fascinating and super dark and i want more of it i wonder how much more we're gonna get it's a it's a very missed opportunity in my mind that and the difference between a tv show and a movie that we aren't seeing like a throwback fight to young isaiah bradley just beating the shit out of the winter soldier (laughs) i want that fight scene so bad i want it'd be so easy to do just have them fight each other on like i don't know in some bill i don't know it's gonna be a great fight it'd be so cool dude it would be amazing i'm picturing it's a stormy night the rain is coming down in buckets he looks out the window he sees something move in the brushes outside he walks on out i know you're there ties the strap on one of his gloves you want to do this the easy way or the hard way <laughs> hard way and then a the punch a metal a metal punch comes out of nowhere <laughs> He blocks it with the shield. I mean, I think in the comic books, too, (laughs) Isaiah Bradley ends up kind of uh, like loses his mind a little bit. Right. Like doesn't his he like mentally deteriorates. Uh, I know he couldn't speak. Yeah, I feel like he was kind of mentally wasn't mentally all there. He couldn't speak. He couldn't communicate. And this one seems pretty with it. So. If his, I, I guess I'm wondering, we have now have a lot of people that have taken the serum now in the Flag Smashers. Are they, are we going to start getting some like negative side effects to this serum? Or does this, is this just magic Captain America serum that makes them all super strong? Are we going to start seeing the Flag Smashers like go crazy? Or because if we, if we, if we're assuming this is going to happen, the U.S. soldier, U.S. agent is going to take the serum, go crazy. Why don't we need evidence of the serum doing that to other people now? Yeah. Or I just like out of nowhere that. he's going to get it. It's on my wish list for people. sure. They also, they it. had the line uh, in the most recent episode that the serum now, it doesn't make you super buff. You just have the strength of Captain America, but in your former body, which I don't want that. I want to see some ripped ass people running around. <laughs> it's way more <laughs> Me fun. Me too. But it's hard. I guess it's just really hard to do on a TV show budget. You're not going to get jacked, people. Yeah, that's a good point. There was also all these elements to Captain America's transformation, right? Where he had he had like a, a serum. And then I think in the comic books, he like drank something and then was injected with something and then was in a machine. And there were all these like elements to it that like completely perfected this this thing. And now they're all trying to do it without any knowledge of this stuff. And I don't know. I I thought they would be using this as an opportunity, maybe. Okay. What do you think about the mutants? Do you think we're ever going to get mutants on this TV show? I've really given up on it, but it seems like they're dropping a lot of breadcrumbs in this show, specifically this last episode where they're in Madripoor and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think they're coming for a while. They're doing some real base level expectation setting. But um, I think I read at one point that the X-Men aren't supposed to show up until like 2028 at the earliest because they really want to cleanse the palate after uh, the Fox movies and make sure that people know that it's like a different batch of movies. And um, I think they want to prioritize the Fantastic Four first and like get the Fantastic Four all rolled out and nothing's been announced. But if they don't do that in 2024, insane move. If you pass up the opportunity to bring in Fantastic Four in 2024, you got to wait till 2034 at that point. I agree. I got to admit, I'm not as excited about the Fantastic Four. It just seems like uh, I always thought it was kind of a boring book. (laughs) The movies haven't been great. I don't know. That's the that's the thing. All these things. If someone does it right, the character becomes your favorite character of all time. If they do it wrong, then it's just like, yeah, that that kind of sucked. So one of the things, I know this is not a WandaVision show. I'll make this quick. 
one of the things that was great <laughs> about WandaVision is that you come out of it and like Scarlet Witch is Lauren's favorite character now. Uh, the Vision is like a household name. Like it's yeah. my parents know who the Vision is. That's crazy to me. So when you do a show like that really well, people really latch onto the characters. And that's, I, I just feel like this one is not done cooking because I'm not, I loved the Falcon going into this show. And when I see everything going on on screen, I'm not like, yeah, fuck a Falcon. I'm like, this is, this is cool. Some fun stuff's happening. It's good to, uh, good to get a little more backstory. Yeah. All the new Orleans stuff. I was just like, I don't care. Who cares? I don't need to see where he's like from and all that. I want to see him. I don't know. I guess I, I want to see him bottom out. I want to see the Falcon really depressed and bottom out, which I think they're trying to convince us. He has like he is now. This is the Falcon at his lowest point. He can't yeah. even get a loan, but it could be worse to like, just lay it on. Just hammer it home that everything sucks for him. He gave up the shield. I want him to be depressed. I want him to be at his lowest point and then overcome that adversity and, and grab the shield and really just earn it. You know, like. All these other they've done a great job. All these Marvel superheroes, they end up earning their superpowers. And I don't know. I want to see him earn the mantle and just really I want that moment of like, hell, yeah, this is happening. And it might be coming for all we know. They have that moment in uh, the third episode where his sister calls him uh, about their financial troubles while he is doing a spy mission in Madripoor, which is like kind of fun, but it, it feels a little messy. It just doesn't feel as, I feel like there's a way to play that same scene. That's a lot tighter and has a lot more, uh, feels a lot more rewarding than we're currently getting. I thought Baron Zemo was so great in this episode, stole the show. In my opinion, this actor is so good. So funny. He's got, he's the best, got the best lines in the whole thing. He's somehow the most flushed out character in this. <laughs> showing up immediately and his arc is crazy the last time we saw him he was suicidal because of the loss of his family extracting revenge on these superheroes that he hated and you can tell there's still his he still just has a through line of anyone with superpowers is evil and just need, should die he's just like i will mm -hmm. murder anyone with superpowers the second i get a chance i'm going to kill anyone with superpowers while at the same time being like the most charming and fun person on the show is that crazy wild wild turn i think uh that's a perfect example of what i'm talking about where it's like i didn't expect to be walking away from the third episode of this going this is zemo's show but here we are <laughs> this is the zemo so show much fun having the three of them it's it's exactly like what you were talking about where it's like so fun to just see this group hanging out immediately adding him into the mix made that team so much more fun to see going around he pulls up in the sports car after the big gunfight they'll get in drive away that was amazing uh honestly adding sharon carter into it too amazing they've taken sharon carter and baron zemo who were two like marvel d-list characters and turned them into so far the stars of falcon and winter soldier sharon just rolls up though and then saves their ass with a sniper i mean sharon was cool i like sharon i'm glad that she's in this i assume she would be in this more than she has been mm. uh it doesn't make sense to me that nobody helped her out after this whole <laughs> shield thing. The fact yeah. that Captain America didn't once think of bailing her out of this is insane. It's the least <laughs> Captain America thing we've ever heard of. Is Captain America kissed this girl, had his second kiss ever, and, <laughs> and then his second kiss ever is just in Madripoor 
on the lamb from the federal government. There's they pardoned the winter soldier who has murdered people, <laughs> but they can't pardon Sharon Carter. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's insane. That that aspect of it makes the least sense of a show where someone has a metal arm. <laughs> but she's awesome. But, she's kicking butt. She's tearing yeah. it up. I think she's good. They need more people to play off of because I think you're right. If for some reason, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, I think in real life have way better chemistry than whatever's happening on stage uh, in front of the camera. It's weird. Their relationship's weird. I don't know. I don't I don't love it as much as I want to and know I should. But yeah, this serum thing, as far as we know right now, I think Captain America is perpetually. There's perpetual more serum showing up. I think that's most of what Captain America's deal is, is there was an experiment that made Captain America and the ripple effects of that experiment have touched almost every corner of the Marvel Universe. Right. Wolverine, Mm -hmm. the Hulk, nameless other mediocre (laughs) Marvel heroes and villains in between were all offshoots of the program that created Captain America or an attempt to create Captain America. I do think it's funny that in an attempt to create Captain America, you create the Hulk who's just like way more powerful than Captain America ever would be. (laughs) Nobody tries to recreate that one. (laughs) Nobody keeps trying to run back the Hulk though. It's, it's, it's all right. But, um, so now in this in in canon a TV show, there the only formula that's out there is uh, I guess the blood of any super soldier. So the blood of Isaiah Bradley of the Winter Soldier, and then there's 22 other vials that are out there. Some of which have been consumed by the Flag Smashers. But as far as we know, those are the only other vials of the only other formula that's out there. Do you really think that's all the formula that's out there? Are they going to bust up the Flag Smashers and then drink a vial and then that's it? Or is there are there other people working on this? I mean, how much more are we going to go into the Super Soldier serum thing? There's going to be so much. I I am wondering if we are going to get a David Harbour cameo. So David Harbour is playing. This is in the trailers. This is not a spoiler. Uh, David Harbour is playing a character in Black Widow named the Red Guardian, which is basically the in the comics. Who knows what it's going to be in the movie? But in the comics, it's Russian Captain America. It's Captain Russia. Uh, Cold War attempt for Russia to make their own super soldier. That's like a symbol of their patriotism. So we already have one more that's running out. That maybe he dies in Black Widow. Who knows? Black Widow, I think, is set right after Captain America Civil War. So, um Black Widow is not set. Die. Black Widow is. I thought Black Widow was set like way in the past or something like that. Oh, it's after I heard it was Civil set War. After Civil War. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's weird. I don't know then. I could That's be good wrong. To know. I read that on like a Google description of it today. So I absolutely could be wrong. <laughs> but you know, this guy. I, there's another one. So if he's not dead, then we have at least one more running around in David Harbor. A lot of people, and most of them have shields too. Most of them have been given little round discs uh, that they can toss around. So it's it's all an homage. I thought I think it's interesting that uh, U.S. agent has a gun too. I feel mm-hmm. like that. I think Captain America's gone through instances where he has the gun. But to the shield point, it's like the shield is it's defense. You're protecting the country. It's not a sword. You're not like murdering people. You are def- you're a defender. Yeah. You know, there's something noble and patriotic about a shield. Uh, and then this this guy holds a gun. <laughs> as well and it's like okay cool so i guess i guess the messaging's partially there um let's see i think we're almost at like 30 minutes so 
maybe wrapping it up a little bit. Do you yeah. want to talk about like the racial component of this show? Sure. I, I'm really enjoying it. I'm liking it. I think uh, it's a good way to microdose diversity to, I think, a crowd that this show is being marketed toward that probably doesn't willfully interact with uh, any content that's outside their bubble <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. And I'm basing that entirely on the uh, closing credits music of this show that makes it sound like it's like a modern-day take on Walker, Texas Ranger. So I think it's a great way to uh, introduce these themes to a lot of people in the country that might not otherwise be introduced to them. It's it's weird. The whole Isaiah Bradley arc is so racist. Like In the comics, is like the government mistreated i think it's like 300 black people were experimented on and he's the only one that survived and they buried the whole program and then they ultimately got rid of him because people were ready for a black captain america so that story is incredibly racist and that's the government being this like kind of evil entity and it's interesting too now how they're going out of their way to show that other characters aren't racist like u.s agent might be a bad guy but he's not racist He's got like a, <laughs> he's got a black wife. He's got a black friend. This guy's not right. There is it's they like like the racial component to this. And like the Falcon gets stopped by cops and they want to have that in a show. But they also need to make sure like Baron Zemo is somehow the wokest guy around. <laughs> Baron Zemo being super woke is so funny that they introduced <laughs> It's just funny that they put themselves in a situation where they say, okay, this is a bad person, but he's not racist. <laughs> US agent probably going to be the bad guy, but his character, his character flaw isn't racism. It's like hubris and whatever. I don't know. It's, it's, it's such an interesting like d- dynamic that they've created on the show like that. Yeah, he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. You know what I mean? He's a bad guy. He's not a bigot though. <laughs> Baron Zemo, he will murder people. He will cold blood kill people. <laughs> he tried to destroy the Avengers, but the last thing he's going to do is hear you bad mouth black music. <laughs> <laughs> Loves Marvin Gaye. Was it Marvin Gaye? What was the? I think it was Marvin Gaye. I think it was a yeah, Marvin Gaye movie. Troubled Man. Yeah, it was the soundtrack to Trouble Man, which I, I never listened myself to on before. Man. Uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier and uh, really love it. It's really good. Okay. We're right at the end. Kevin, any final thoughts? Uh, I really wish I could remember the one (laughs) question that I had for you. I really, truly do. I thought I had it so many times. I don't have it. Um, I do want to note this though. After we saw Captain America Civil War together, you noted that you wanted a TV show that was just Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Sharon Carter palling around, traveling the world, solving mysteries. Uh, you got it. You completely got your wish. How's it feel? I got it. I thought I would like it more. I think. I think and they're they're missing Cap. At. I yeah. thought I would like this more than I have. I think they're missing Captain America. And you pointed out there isn't really a huge character thing that makes them hate each other. They only hate each other because of plot stuff, which doesn't make any sense. There's no it's not even like they don't trust each other. They somehow trust each other implicitly, but can't stand each other. But 
also they're some of the only people in the world that have common experience. So I, I don't understand. You're right. I don't, I don't understand why they aren't friends. Yeah. They, other than the fact that they don't know each other, but there's, there's no reason for them to be enemies is all I'm saying. That's the thing. I remembered it. Oh my God. We got there. Um, how much better do you think the show is if they're just friends and they just get to both be fun and charming? I think that's where we're ge- that's where we're going. I I think WandaVision is a show that we are probably we probably aren't going to get a second season of this. No. This show, what they're doing now, they could come out with they could do multiple seasons of this show. They could churn this out. I think that's the future for this this team. Is I think we're going to get multiple seasons of this show. I think we're going to keep getting the Falcon back on the TV, all these Captain America stuff. These storylines like with lower stakes and lower powers are perfect for TV. Uh, and I think once they become like real friends and real pals there, it's it's going to be so much more fun. It would be so yeah. much more fun if they were all friends. If Sharon Carter wanted to hang out with them and they all just like, I don't know, fucked around together. I feel like it'd be so much more fun, but we have to earn that. And I think once they get over that hurdle, I don't know. Then they'll, then it'll be cool. But well, hopefully we get there in episode four coming up this Friday. Uh, thank yeah. you very much for listening, everybody. This has been Nerdy Four Thirty. We're gonna do more uh, episodes coming up. We'll be reviewing all the cap, all the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier eps. Uh, so be on the lookout for those. Subscribe. Tell your friends. All that good stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.